Part 2. The Happy Interrogation Just like that Christmas song says, it's Christmas time in the city. New York City, in fact. Cars pack the roads with freshly cut trees strapped to their roofs. There's a Christmas wreath on every door. Children throw snowballs at each other. But then we overhear the news blaring from the TV. Time Magazine has just announced its top ten toy manufacturers of the year, and it's no surprise who's number one. I'll give you a hint. He's got a white beard, a red suit, and his name rhymes with Schmanta. That's right, Mega Toy Giants North Pole Incorporated is in the top spot again. And in a distant second spot, you've got Toy Maker Worldwide. If you believe the old saying, first is the worst, second is the best, then Toy Maker Worldwide is the best. But let's be real, they're not. A Salvation Army bell ringer jingles his bell in front of Toy Maker Worldwide's corporate building. Right then, Alden and Terry roar up in their snowmobiles and skid to a stop. Whoosh! The Salvation Army bell ringer gets covered in snow. Merry Christmas. Shut up. Alden and Terry dismount and grab their wiggling elf-napped elf in a bag. They go in and take the elevator to a secret floor. It's clearly an interrogation room. You can tell by the basic metal table, the two-way glass, and the smell of historical tears. Alden throws the elf in a bag into the chair, and Terry unties the knot. <sighs> Happy maneuvers out of the bag and winces with a blinding light in her face. Who are you? What do you want? When I sent my men to capture a Christmas elf, I half expected them to bring back Legolas, not a cheap fairy tale stereotype. The spotlight on Happy clicks off. This booming voice belongs to Herbert F.W. Goldman, CEO of Toymaker Worldwide, and a man who hasn't worn anything other than a suit since he was four years old. Herbert F.W. Goldman, my God. You're going to tell me how your company continues to beat me year after year, and you're going to tell me down to the last little secret. I will do no such thing. Yes, you will. Alden brings in a mysterious box of items. Goldman pulls a giant candy cane out of the box and snaps it in half. Talk! No! Goldman pulls out a teddy bear and lighter fluid. <gasps> he douses the bear and sets it on fire. <laughs> Talk now! I won't say a word! Goldman goes outside and brings in an adorable wooden rocking horse. No. He slides an axe in and lets the door slam. He raises his arms. Axe ready to fall. Talk, or the rocking horse dies. Okay, okay, I'll talk. Everything. In the 1960s, our operation started to flounder because people stopped believing in Santa Claus due to the widespread cynicism during the Vietnam War. So we decided to restructure and vertically integrate as much as possible. This meant we would no longer distribute our toys only on Christmas. We had to expand to the major toy stores as well. This is when we created the dummy company North Pole Incorporated. Do you have some hot chocolate? Water. Hot chocolate, or we stop right here. Terry grabs his thermos and hands it to Goldman. Here you go, sir. Ah, <sighs> There's always time for hot chocolate. That's what I say. Enough! You were saying? <sighs> Since our operation had to be as secret as possible, we went to the other major corporations for backing. We renegotiated our contract with Coca-Cola for the rights to Santa's image, and we partnered with Macy's as a way to get the raw materials we needed at wholesale cost. Mmm, is that peppermint dust? And marshmallows with one pump of caramel. Ugh, oh, simply delightful. Mm, you were saying? <sighs> you see... 
Our toys were a unique success because they are all created with Rube Goldberg devices that make our product 3% more magical than any other toy in the world. At that point, we were the clear leaders in the toy game, but then your corporation, Toymaker Worldwide, emerged as a fierce competitor. Now, we seal all our toys with a special concoction of reindeer saliva and candy cane dust to give our products a heads up. And we're still number one. Goldman sits speechless for a moment. I'm sorry, did you want this to be like a monologue, or did you want to speak back and forth? Um, will you excuse me for a moment? And in that moment, Goldman grabs Alden by the shirt and pulls him out into the hallway. He slams the door, leaving Terry inside with Happy. Goldman walks toward a giant door labeled HFWG. He swings the door open and slams it shut in one fluid motion. Alden stands outside. <laughs> Alden knocks softly on the door. It creeps open a bit. He slides in. Sir, uh, I'm assuming since you pulled me into the hallway, you wanted me to come inside. But I totally get it if you're not there right now. Get in here! Meanwhile, Happy sits in her chair in the interrogation room, and Terry stands by the door. Happy squints at Terry's face. Terry Fitzgibbons? Is that really you? Yeah, so? I didn't recognize you until now. Do you remember the baby blue tricycle you got for Christmas when you were four years old? Of course I do. How did you? I made that myself, Terry. I modified the decals on the side into lightning bolts like you asked Santa for. I even created the customized bike horn that was in the shape of... <gasps> Charlie Brown's head? Yes! Oh, it was my greatest horn modification ever. I can't believe it. Now, back in Goldman's office, he can't believe it either. Alden is trying to be supportive, but he's still working on his empathy. How am I expected to compete with that? Are you speaking to me, sir? Hypothetically, do you know how many times I've tried to get information from inside the North Pole? I... A lot! Every year I sent capable men, and every year they crumbled underneath the whims and beauty of this North Pole. And now I sent you two, and you managed to complete the mission. But what I learned is even more upsetting than not knowing. What do I do here? Maybe you could have her run your toy production? An elf in charge of toy production? Huh, that's actually not bad. I know Terry would love that. He has a thing for those little elves. I could just tell by his wonder during the mission. Goldwyn freezes up. Uh, you don't think he'd like the elf enough to let her go, do you? Alden opens his mouth blankly. Goldman stands up from his desk with fury in his thighs. He sprints out of the office. Stomp, 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 stomp. Goldman runs down the hallway and bursts into the interrogation room, the door swinging wide open. Happy is gone. Terry walks backward and stumbles over a chair. He presses his body against the wall. Where's the elf? Her name's Happy. You're fired! Alden stands in the doorway. Goldman turns to leave. He points his finger two millimeters away from Alden's nose. You're fired too. Happy holidays! This concludes part two of the greatest Christmas story ever told. Part three is nuts! So stay with us if you actually love Christmas.